Good morning, brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome back to the waiting room. I pray that you're doing well, though I know that, like me, a lot of you are having a really hard time. And whether that's spiritually, you're having a hard time staying in the spirit, or you're having a hard time because you are exhausted. Whatever, whatever trial you're facing, whatever battle you're going through, you're not by yourself. You're not alone. Your brothers and sisters are fighting and battling with you. Father goes before you. You're not alone, beloved. No matter how it feels, no matter those moments where you just feel like abandoned, right? You just feel completely alone. You're not. You're not. And chances are that you know this. If you're listening to this, you're already walking with Father. I would be surprised if you're not and you're here listening to what I have to say. But on the off chance that I'm speaking to somebody who is not a believer, I I am just going to encourage you. Pick up that Bible. Pick up that Bible, beloved. There's a reason this world makes it so hard for you to want to stop and pick up that Bible and read it. And it's hard to read. You have to, you have to come to God. You have to ask Holy Spirit for guidance. He has to infuse you with it. But the Bible provides a timeline, beloved, from beginning to end. And we're nearing the end of the timeline for earth. Meaning there's always been something before us here and there will be something after us. Everything written in the Bible is only up to a certain point. There's more to come. But for this earth here, for this earth, this rock that we live on, this footstool that Father has provided, we're almost out of time. And so I want you to draw back from the news and from parties and spending your life savings on gifts today, beloved. And I want you to really ponder what it's going to be like to stand before God. I want you to examine yourself today and see where you're finding yourself in error. See what Father could fix for you within today to make you a better part of this part of the body, a better part of the body of Christ. We must work together in these times, brothers and sisters. We don't know exactly what is to come, but we do know that we've received the warnings from Holy Spirit, guidance from Holy Spirit. Father is waking up a remnant 
I've watched for the past seven years as people wake up. I've watched my friends. I've had friends block me because they've come to Christ and they have to be loyal to their women. And what a beautiful thing. I don't ever want to make anyone stumble. I pray that you're receiving whatever message God has for you today. I pray that whatever walk he has you on, that you're able to do it uprightly with your head up, no matter what daggers are being thrown at you, no matter who is saying anything behind your back. People don't mean to be the way that they are. Try not to let bitterness step into your soul about it, right? If somebody has done something to offend you, forgive them quickly and then ask God to forgive them. Cover the sins of the people that you care about. You are no better. We all stumble. We all stumble. And we need to stop pointing the finger at each other and shaking our hands at each other and, you know, talking about each other and trying to make each other feel bad or trying to lift ourselves above other people for our own egos, right? We're entering a time of rest for the body of Christ. The bride is overwhelmed and tired and she needs a nap. (laughs) Collectively, the bride needs a nap. We need to rest and remember that we serve the almighty creator of all things who breathed us into existence here. Don't forget how powerful he is. Don't forget that he can make all things happen. And I know I say a lot about, you know, testing him with praying for little things. And I mean it. He'll provide you that parking space. He'll provide you that green light. He'll provide you that, you know, clear path, whatever. If you have faith and you talk to him and you build that relationship with him. Ask yourself why it's easy to believe in the things the world tell you but not what the Bible tells you. It's by design. I never had a desire to read the word, ever. I I didn't care what it said. I didn't care. I felt like it was ancient, ancient history, right? I always knew that it was history, to be honest. I knew that this was the ultimate history book. Now, what I didn't know is that it was his story. The word itself is referring to Jesus Christ. Who is Jesus Christ? In the beginning, there was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Hallelujah. There are things coming that are going to shake your spirit to its core. And if you don't know God, these things are going to rip you apart. Even if you do know God, these things are going to be very hard to witness. But I'm here to remind you, beloved, that just for a short time, we're going to have to endure 
things that we never could imagine so that the remainder of the people that need to be saved will be saved. Remember, it is Father's will that none should perish. So that should be your will. You should want to see every person in heaven. Yes, even to the most low down, dirty, filthy scumbag of a person. Why? Because that person was influenced by things they can't see, just like you were. The most grimy, disgusting, detestable person in the world is still somebody that God created and we should pray for them. Because if you could see the spiritual stuff happening, if you could see the attacks happening on all of us daily, you would understand. You would understand. If you could see the demonic activity around you, you would understand. Today, I have an EKG in a couple of hours and uh, I've just been on edge and it has nothing to do with my health. I know Father has me in his palm, but my spirit is very restless and I want to move which is weird because I have I have all my immediate family here in this town with me now. But I'm feeling tugged and pulled in the spirit to leave. To get in my car and go. And I keep talking to Father and I'm asking him, Father, where where do you want me to go? <laughs> where do you need me? Where do you want me? Open that door, Father. If I'm not supposed to be where I'm at, open that door, Lord Jesus. I'm waiting on Father. I'm waiting on Him to show me what He has for me next. I'm so grateful for everyone that I've met, everybody that I've encountered. With On The Grind TV, with all the all the hip-hop artists I met and just all the wonderful people, all the wonderful experiences, even the bad. I'm so grateful because everything led me to Him. Every person, every horrible thing, every event in my life led me to Jesus. And I will forever be grateful for that. I'm actually writing on a book, writing on a book, excuse me, I'm working on a book and I've just completed one called The The Eccentric Healer, Navigating Trauma Through Imagined Spaces. And I'm kind of proud of this work because it took me some time to write. But I think that visually And spiritually, it's going to help some people. And possibly it'll help people come to an understanding that without Jesus, there's no healing. And today, if I have time, I want to get started on the next one, which is the places I've found Jesus. And it will be a bunch of memoirs of mine that I've written 
and will write about different circumstances in my life that when I look back, I can clearly see Jesus where he was. I could see where God's hand was in my life during these times. God has revealed so much to me over these past eight years that I don't know how I was surviving before. <laughs> he has revealed so much. And though I know that I'm nobody, I'm nobody special, I'm no better than anyone else. I'm his daughter. I'm his. And that's all I care about now. I want to read a psalm with you guys before I let you go and go about your day. And I hope it uplifts you and edifies you. And I hope that I hope that you take it with you. And I hope it inspires you to read more psalms. The psalms are beautiful. And I know I had written, I mean, I know I had um, said that King David write, wrote all the Psalms way back, but I'm still learning and no, it wasn't all him. <laughs> but the Psalms are beautiful. And this one is the Psalm of David, Psalm 32. Blessedness of forgiveness and of trust in God. And I really do hope and pray that you feel Holy Spirit come upon you when I read it. I pray that Holy Spirit just comes and sits down next to you and gives you a giant hug and you feel that feeling you get when Holy Spirit comes upon you and believers, you know what I'm talking about. It is the most wonderful feeling in the world. A Psalm of David. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose eyes there is no guile. When I kept silence, my bones waxed old through my roaring all the day long. For day and night thy hand was heavy upon me, my moisture is turned into the drought of summer, Selah. I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Selah. For this shall every one, excuse me, for this shall every one that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come high excuse me, come nigh unto him. Let me do that one more time. For this shall every one that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found, meaning pray to God while he can be found. Surely in the floods of the great waters, they shall not come nigh unto him, meaning you're not gonna drown. God will save you. Thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance. Selah. I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. I will guide thee with mine eye. 
Be ye not as the horse, or as the mule, which have no understanding, whose mouth must be held in with bite, and brittle, brittle, excuse me, lest they come near unto thee. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he that trusteth in the Lord, mercy shall compass him about. Be glad in the Lord, and rejoice, ye righteous, and shout for joy all that all ye that are upright in heart. And that, what a beautiful song. Just what a beautiful song. And it shows the, I was gonna, I was looking for um, any context it provided, but this website doesn't provide context, but hallelujah. I'm just so grateful that we have a father that's provided us with history, right? provided us with a comforter by way of the Holy Spirit and by way of our brothers and sisters in Christ walking with us. And I thank you guys so much for your prayers. Thank you so much for your prayers. I, I, I believe in prayer and I believe that there's people praying for me. And I believe that Father is about to show me a new way. Miraculously, because you know what? Why not? <laughs> and I think on that note, my beloved brothers and sisters, I'm going to go ahead and let you go now. Get about your day. Look around today. Take time to spot Jesus. Take time to spot the work of God around you. Learn how to work. Excuse me. Learn how to work with Holy Spirit, with the power of Holy Spirit. You're a healer. You are a peacemaker. You have the power to forgive and to overcome and to draw near to Jesus. And to ask him to show you how to walk like him today, beloved. Love like Jesus. Love people. They don't know what they're doing. Love them. Love them. Love them enough to at least lift them up in prayer. Don't say bad things about people, beloved. God takes that very seriously. And if you find yourself in error, repent. Take it to Father. Ask Him to search your heart and heal it. And I believe He will. God bless you guys. God bless you guys in a mighty, mighty way. Until next time.